Thanks for coming in, Mr. Mahoney. Do you have your member ID card? Yep, I have it right here in the FEP Blue app. See? Great. It's awesome. The app can also help me find a provider and keep tabs on my deductibles. Okay, can I... Oh, yeah, and my out-of-pocket spending and visit limits, and I can call the nurse line. I'm really glad it does all that, but I only need to see your member ID card. Oh, that's it? Why didn't you say so? Fearless is just one tap away. With the new FEP Blue app from Blue Cross and Blue Shield, you can access your health benefits on the go. Download it now at fepblue.org slash app. Are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brian Peacock. Thanks everybody for joining me today. Rapid React Monday. This episode is brought to you by mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Use promo code locked on at mybookie.ag. So, Rapid React episode here. Going to go through some game notes, give out some game balls, uh, take a look at what the 49ers need to work on. And again, this is the Rapid React. So, this is just after the first live watch of that 49ers Colts game. 49ers. Lost another one. 0-5 start to the season. 26-23 at the hands of the Indianapolis Colts. Another winnable game. Uh, 49ers have, what, lost four games now with combined 11 points, is it? Something like that. Um, yeah, they, they, they cannot pull out the win. Uh, so many so many things to go through here. Uh, I do want to remind everybody to follow me on Twitter at BDPeacock. Rate and review the show on iTunes and get involved in that PFF Edge membership giveaway. We've given away a few of those already now, so you could get involved there. All you got to do is rate and review Locked On 49ers on iTunes, and you will be entered to win a PFF Edge membership that's got a value of $39.99. Uh, you can also email the show, LockedOn49ers at Gmail. We're going to have a mailbag segment for... Tuesday's episode, so you can go ahead and start getting those questions in. We always take a few Cover 3 questions as well for the Winky Wednesday episode, so feel free to get any of those questions in either on Twitter or email. You could post questions on Facebook as well, and you can find everything you need at LockedOn49ers.com. So let's see here. Let's go ahead and start with the first quarter. How did the game start? Well, the 49ers came out and, uh, well, first of all, Frank Gore came out. The Colts got the ball first. Frank Gore came out and the first thing he does on the second play of the game is passes Eric Dickerson to become the number 7 all-time rusher, and he's going to be running down a few more guys. Very good chance he ends this season as top 5 all-time rusher and uh, could end his career if he plays another season or has a very good end to this year, possibly being number 4 all-time, which is crazy. So uh, props to Frank Gore. We've talked a lot about Frank Gore last week and uh, still the man didn't have a huge game in week five against the 49ers, but all props in the world to Frank Gore. Says he wants to go into scouting and uh, still keeps in touch with his good buddy Scott McClune, who drafted him with the 49ers in 2005. So we might have a scout Frank Gore and potentially GM Frank Gore on our hands someday. So uh, yeah, good luck to Frank. I'm sure he's going to be good at anything he does after he retires, but uh, don't, I'm not ready for him to hang it up yet. I hope he keeps going and running as long as he can. So, uh, first drive, Jacoby Brissett, long drive, shredding 49ers D, just easy throw, easy pitches and catches. 
Finally has one incompletion, I believe, on the drive once the Colts are already in 49ers territory with Robinson in coverage. Robinson, by the way, a bounce-back game in this one, even though he was hurt, and we'll get to a little bit more of that in a bit here. But uh, a Tart blitz, he gets past Frank Gore. Talked a lot about how good of a blocker Frank Gore is, but Tart got by him there off the edge. He meets Xavier Cooper for a sack, and Brissett did not see Tart coming at all. A false start there, then a little screen pass on third and long. And so 49ers D did tighten up after they kind of just went through like hot, a knife through hot butter to begin the game. And they did tighten up deep in their own territory and held Adam Vinatieri to a field goal try. So long, early first drive for the Colts. It would be 3 nothing Colts to get it started. 49ers got the ball back and kind of did the same. A nice long drive from the Niners. Pierre Garçon targeted early. A couple catches right away off the bat. They were targeting the seams in this one. Garcon, I believe, had five catches on their first drive. He only ended up with seven catches on the game, so five of those came in the first drive. Goodwin, back from a concussion this game. He gets called for holding, took away a 10-yard run from Carlos Hyde in that first possession. Second and 19, so Goodwin, what does he do? He makes up for it. He converts for a first down, another seam pass there. Uh, Kittle to the flats and then a fullback dive. Third down, good drive, but you got to get in the end zone here. Kittle lined up in the slot. Uh, so the 49ers had driven all the way down into Colts territory. Kittle lined up in the slot. There was his trips left here. And again, uh, you know, off the fingertips. Talked about it last week with Nick. Off the fingertips might be the team DVD yearbook title uh, so far this year. That might be the number one because, uh, man, and again, they just cannot quite. It's just everything is so close in their grasp. Uh, grasp wins, passes, interceptions, um, penalties, you know, the flags, they aren't going their way either. So the 49ers are just, just a little bit off with everything. But uh, this, this throw into the end zone from Hoyer to Kittle, equal parts, not a great throw and Kittle can't go down to get it off the fingertips. Just timing was off on this play. Uh, Kittle's route was uh, to the sideline in the middle of the end zone, and Hoyer threw the ball to the front corner of the end zone. And uh, so they would have to settle for a Robbie Gould field goal to tie the game at 3-3. Three to three. And, you know, maybe did I, did I overlook Robbie Gould as an Offensive Player of the Year candidate? In last week's show, when I did the quarter season awards, maybe I did because he's been the only consistent uh, point getter this season for the 49ers. So those two first drives, one each from the Colts and 49ers, uh, they took up almost the entire first quarter. Bowman seeing a lot of Frank Gore inside. Buckner with a tackle for loss on a second and five play to end the first quarter. So already into the second quarter and only a couple drives in, starting the third drive, the Colts newly minted Kawan Williams with good coverage down the sideline to force a punt. Uh, so at this point, I uh, was at the in-laws' house. I was visiting home, Visalia, California. It was my grandma's 90th birthday, and I was staying with uh, my wife's family, and uh, they had huevos con chorizo cooked up for breakfast. So at that point of the second quarter, uh, stopped taking notes for a while. I was still watching the game, but I was enjoying myself a nice breakfast and uh, yeah, enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, but I did notice some things about that second quarter. One of them was a huge play, T.Y. Hilton drop. There was an Elvis Doomerville sack. So the 49ers were able to get a little bit of pressure early, and that pressure sort of waned later in the game, which was unfortunate. And one thing, I don't know what the Colts were thinking. What was that home run throwback punt return 
play that uh, the Colts special teams coordinator dialed up. Man, that was almost disastrous. That guy almost lost his job with that call. That was kind of ridiculous at that point of the game and, uh, and not well executed by the Colts either. Akello Witherspoon. He made an appearance in this game, a very brief one, active for the first time this season, active for the first time in his career. Hadn't seen him on the field in this game until he stayed down after the play, and it would later be a concussion, and I don't think he returned. And that, that was it for a Kelly Witherspoon, so not the way you want to start your career uh, to get on the field. Maybe for one, i I got to watch it again to see how much he was on the field. I think he was on the field for one play, uh, got a concussion, and that was it. So, uh, Kyle, getting cute a little bit from deep in their own territory. It became a field position game in the second quarter. Uh, I wanted to see him give the ball to Carlos Hyde more. And there's maybe some Carlos Hyde injury issues because he didn't make much of an appearance in the second half either. But uh, fumbled handoff on a zone read deep in their territory just outside of the end zone. I think they're inside the five-yard line of a fullback zone read with use check. And Hoyer fumbles the ball there. I, I I want to see them send a message that your big boys are better than their big boys. And just getting cute there from Kyle. And it didn't work. But it's I, it, and it's hard. I, I've been on Kyle a little bit for the lack of running the ball. And if Carlos Hyde's hurt, I can see why maybe he's like not sure. And, and the defenses that are opposing the 49ers are all bent on stopping Carlos Hyde first because they want to put the ball in Brian Hoyer's hands. And so I I think Kyle's trying to get creative, and I get that. And if the things he's dialing up aren't working, even though they're good play calls, not much he can do. But if if the passing game is flat out not working, then what's what's the worst thing, thing that can happen if you run the ball too much? That also doesn't work, you know, because the passing game's not working anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But um, anyways, so 49ers punt, Rashard Robinson. Makes a good pass breakup at the goal line to force Indy's second field goal. Again, yeah, Rashard Robinson played much better in this game. Guy on the other side, Dante Johnson, is the one that had some problems this week in Indianapolis. Uh, Niners would drive down with about a minute left to get Robbie Gould in field goal range to end the first half. And uh, the look on Chuck Pagano's face when he ices Robbie Gould and the kick goes off the uprights. Second chance, the kick is good and tie game 6-6 at halftime. Do you guys know about mybookie.ag? Well, let me tell you about it. A lot of folks ask me for advice here as I have this platform on the podcast, and sometimes it's who's going to win the game? Who should they lay a little bit of cash on? I will tell you this. Where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on, so that's why I tell people to go to mybookie.ag. Use promo code Locked On for up to a 100% deposit bonus so right off the bat you're making money you go to mybookie.ag you can tell it's legit Uh, they do quick payouts which is obviously key if you're going to be winning money you want to be able to get your money in and out as quickly as you can 48 hour return uh, just two business days you can go over to the sports book section of mybookie.ag and find all the lines not just nfl there's baseball basketball college football there's mma and boxing and There's cricket, even. You can bet on cricket on mybookie.ag. You can bet on the World Cup 2019 cricket winner. Anyways, I'm getting way off topic here. Mybookie.ag has been in the business for years. They do 100% cash bonuses. So right off the bat, you're making money for doing nothing. Fastest payouts, just two business days. You can do it right from your smartphone. So it's like you've got a Vegas casino right on your phone. They have a great 
mobile website to do your betting on the go. Go to mybookie.ag to place your bets and tell them I sent you by using promo code locked on. Get over there and get the best odds anywhere. Promo code locked on at mybookie.ag. So, third quarter, Niners take the kickoff. Quick three and out. Okay, great, great start to the second half. Uh, should have been three and out for the Colts, but Aaron Lynch jumped off sides on a third and six. Frank Gore converts on a third and one play. Indy drives down for the fifth field goal of the game now. And uh, at this point, I'm double-checking to see if I accidentally put last week's game in the DVR because it's just field goal, field goal, field goal once again. Uh, this is, you know, 49ers 2017 season, death by a 1,000 paper cuts uh, or field goals, I guess, in this case. So 9-6 uh, to six, the score there. Shandy dials up a shot play and not even close. Goodwin had one-on-one. It's the right chance to take. Uh, he goes toward the middle of the field on a long post route. Hoyer throws it to the outside the numbers. Uh, those two uh, were just not on the same page, although they would start to get on the same page a little later in the game. Uh, misdirection play, fake the end around to Garcon, looking for Aldrich Robinson deep. Uh, looked like he had a step. He had a one-on-one there. Hoyer just doesn't even attempt it this time, throws the ball away. It's called for intentional grounding and puts them in third and long, Staley. Gets beat clean off the edge on that third and long play by Jabal Sheard for a sack, and uh, that would be another punt. Staley looking uh, kind of bummed about that one on the sideline. Not often that you see him get beat that cleanly. So at this point, uh, 49ers secondary is gets shaken up. Witherspoon's already out of the game. Rashard Robinson with his helmet off on the sideline. They got to move Jimmy Ward over to cornerback. So just a numbers crunch at corner. And uh, Lorenzo Jerome in at free safety with Ward moving over to cornerback. And I don't think Ward has taken a single snap since last season at cornerback. So that was sort of a rough assignment for him. And, and the Colts would target Ward right away. Deep comeback route to Kamar Aiken. Called back, though, due to a penalty. Uh, Gore rips off a long catch and run on a screen pass. Marlon Mack takes it in for a touchdown. Nobody on the edge up front from the 49ers on the, the left side of the 49ers defense. And Marlon Mack just ran right around, ran off tackle. With no problem. Lorenzo Jerome is to tackle on the second level. And just a, just a terrible play by the 49ers. 16-6 uh, to 6 Indianapolis at this point. I'm starting to get a little bit worried. But Matt Breida to the rescue. With Carlos Hyde not making an appearance in the second half or in the third quarter at least. Uh, Matt Breida ripping off a couple of big runs. Just tripped up on a play that might have gone for an 80-plus yard touchdown on the first one. And then uh, Hyde is just on the sideline. His hip or I believe there was a... a oblique injury maybe with him and so yeah he was just not 100 percent. it looks like or else I, I gotta imagine he was in there because he'd only carried the ball five times Hoyer misses inside and late on an out route to Garcon and at this point I was I was I, you know I, I talked about it you know don't want to jump the gun what's CJ Beathard gonna bring at th- that that throw late in the third quarter Hoyer misses inside and late just an easy uh, he's thrown that route a hundred times Pierre Garçon's run that route a billion times. Uh, Hoyer was just off, just bad. And I'd kind of seen enough of him at that point. That that was terrible. And, and he would redeem himself a little bit and start to make some plays in the fourth quarter. But that point is just like three quarters. It was just bad quarterbacking. You know, the, nothing good about it. A couple fumbles. You just can't miss an out route by that much, throwing it late and inside. Almost, uh, Garcon was able to get a, a mitt on it, but a ball like that, that's what gets picked off. Those are pick six plays. 
So anyways, third and four on that drive, Breida lined up wide, catches a slant for the first down. And, uh, man, impressed in a lot of ways by Breida, but uh, especially by his uh, receiving because he only caught about 20 passes in college at Georgia Southern. And uh, he comes out, and he's looking like a fantastic receiver out of the backfield for the 49ers as a rookie. So fourth quarter now. Same drive alive, puts San Francisco in field goal range after that conversion to Matt Breida to start the fourth quarter. First and 10 from the 30, Breida inside for four yards, Breida off tackle for three more. 69 total yards already for Breed at that point on eight carries and three catches. Uh, then it's third and three. Incomplete pass to Garcon on a slant pattern. Probably P.I., no flag, which was a theme in this game. That uh, An even bigger non-P.I. call on the 49ers. Talking about how refs last week, how the refs need to keep the ball in their pocket a little bit more. Um Maybe some plays here where they actually should have thrown the flag and the 49ers seem to be on the wrong end of all those calls. So Robbie Gould, field goal good for 40 yards, and it's 16-9. to 31 straight made field goals, longest, longest active streak in the NFL for Robbie Gould. So Robinson back in the game. He had some cramping issues is what that was. That would move Jimmy Ward back to free safety. A bomb from Jacoby Prezet to T.Y. Hilton. Broken coverage on that play. Hilton uncovered out of the slot. Kawan Williams uh, left him left him uncovered. Williams bailed to cover the flats, which left Ward the only guy there, and he wasn't even deep in center field over the top of Hilton. So that took him all the way inside the 20-yard the line of the 49ers just with that that one play. Marlon Mack again off the right tackle, no contain again on the left side of the 49ers defense, the right side of the Colts offense. It was just pretty much a replay of the first touchdown run. And uh, he would get tripped up a yard short, so they would have a first and goal from the one-yard line. Jacoby Brissett, quarterback draw, would take it in for the touchdown, which would put the Colts up 23-9. Pretty much thought that game was over for the 49ers. But here we go, dialing up a shot play. This time, Hoyer to Goodwin. Double covered, but hey, good throw. Great catch by Goodwin to go up and get it between those two defenders. And he's got a burst to go get that ball at the end of the play. Uh, but that put the 49ers inside the 10-yard line with a 51-yard completion. And, hey, props to Goodwin and Hoyer. Had a rough go so far this season through four-plus weeks. And fourth quarter, they hit a play. They hit a big play. And it, it helped bring the 49ers back into this game. First a goal, Breida inside the six. A second goal, fade to Goodwin, who fell down. I don't know what happened on that play. Uh, I don't know why you're throwing a fade to 5-9 Goodwin in the end zone. Anyway, he's got to be better plays to dial up there. Uh, check pounds it in for the touchdown. Their first touchdown on the road this season. And Juice's first touchdown for the 49ers. 23-16, not over yet. Eight minutes to go. 49ers down by a score. So Niners front four not really getting any kind of pressure. Luckily, nowhere for Brissett to throw on the next drive. Uh, no idea why Colts are even throwing the ball anyways they should be running it and, and taking those eight minutes off the clock from the 49ers Brissett tucks it for a minimal gains twice in a row uh, with nobody open then misfires to Aiken and that's a quick three and out Niners got the ball back with 529 left to try to tie this thing up and send it into overtime which is what they do George Kittle coming out party here Kittle wide open for 27 yards Hoyer an ill-advised throw to Garcon on a crosser on the next play almost picked off 
I believe it was Melvin in coverage there, just completely saw it coming and jumped it. Came from behind Garcon on the crosser. Third and ten, circus play. The pass is batted, still finds its way into Garcon's hands, just as Hoyer couldn't have placed it better off the batted ball, and so that would be a first down. Hyde back in the game. His first touch since the first half, and Hyde with a couple of runs. A third and one, I think, Hyde for no gain. So this is four-down territory here with... 247 left, fourth and one. This is absolutely the right call. Niners call a timeout. They want to get the right play. They want to get lined up correctly. Brita in the game here on the fourth down play. They go play action. Kittle leaks out for a first down catch. So 49ers have the ball first and goal from the five. Hide back in the game. Takes it up to the three-yard line. Second goal, false start. And you think, oh, God, here it is. The 49ers are going to screw it all up. False start from Trent Brown. Uh, this team, man. Uh, they they got to make it difficult. So second goal now from the 7-yard line. Goodwin held in the end zone, incomplete. Again, another no call. This was blatant pass interference. I don't know how you couldn't call this one. The, the, the one with Garcon earlier was a little bit tougher to see. This was not at all tough to see. Kyle Shanahan not happy with the refs on the sideline, and he shouldn't have been. So that leaves third and goal now from the 7. Niners go trips left on this play. Hoyer all day to throw, dumps it off to Kittle, who takes it back to the 5-yard line. So then you got a fourth and goal from the five. Timeout with 24 seconds left. Breed it back in at running back. And then a Colts call a timeout once they see how the 49ers line up. And this is the game. Trips left. Kittle slant route. He was the middle of the trips left receivers. Taylor Rose, the inside man, kind of runs a little bit of a rub or a pick play. And Kittle's open on the slant. He catches it, runs through Malik Hooker who's a name a lot of 49ers fans remember from the draft, and breaks the plane of the goal line to tie the game. 23-23, Colts sit on the ball for the last 20 seconds, sending it into overtime. And then it became a battle of which team wanted to win least. And it turns out the 49ers wanted to win this game less than the Colts, but it was hard to tell for most of overtime. Uh, Brissett escapes the sack on first down. Uh, he was brought down for a one-yard gain. Gore for no gain. So third and ten. And just a cluster F of a play on this third and ten. Thought the Niners were going to get out of this with the with a three and out and get the ball back with a chance to win it with, with anything, a field goal or a touchdown. Um, that third and ten play results in a penalty. It was a defensive holding call and uh, first down for Indianapolis. The, rever- the, the receivers and the defensive backs collide on that play. Two players down. It was just an ugly play in in all aspects, offensively and defensively. It uh, didn't seem like uh, that was how the Colts drew it up. Two receivers in the same spot, and then a couple guys run into each other and laying on the ground, just an ugly play. They had to stop play while those guys were hurt. So anyways, uh, they get the ball back first down. Great throw by Brissett to Moncrief, who beats Robinson on an out route. Uh, next play, Brissett hits Hilton deep down the right sideline over Dante Johnson. Johnson had a bit of a rough game in this one, and uh, he did have tight coverage on this play, but but couldn't make a play, and Hilton did. 47-yarder, takes the Colts down to the 9-yard line, 177 yards receiving for T.Y. Hilton. He quietly had a, a really big day. And then first and goal, and the unthinkable for Colts fans, Brissett had a tight end wide open in the back of the end zone, but he kind of throws it short and late, and Ray Ray Armstrong's right there underneath, picks it off. Some really great throws by Brissett in this game and even on that drive, but that was not one of them. Huge mistake, and a big play by Ray Ray gives the 49ers the ball back, and a field goal wins it at this point. Brita, no gain. Slant to Taylor, off his hands, third and ten. Hoyer for Kittle, incomplete. 
corner out from the slot, but hey, the Niners get a PI call. And it was kind of a bad call, actually. God, this officiating crew just cannot figure out when to get it right. Uh, yeah, I didn't see any PI on, maybe there was PI somewhere else on that play, but it definitely wasn't on Kittle. 49ers might have got a gift there. Uh, give him a first down. But first down, shoot themselves in the foot again. This time holding on Lake and Tomlinson. So now second and 20. Throw a little five yard pass to Aldrich Robinson. He can't go anywhere after the catch. Third and 15. Hoyer bounces it to Breida out of the backfield. Uh, he didn't. He looked around, had some time, but didn't see anything open, and just bounced it to Breida, who was out in the uh, flats. And 49ers punt it back to the Colts with 3:39 left in the overtime period. And uh, basically, these teams look like they are playing for the tie. Marlon Mack, though, again for a third time, would take it off right tackle. No contained by the 49ers, and that's something I'm gonna I'm gonna look for when I rewatch the game. The last time I was really looking for it. And it looked to me like Eric Armstead was the guy as the strong side defensive end. And uh, if, if all three of these are on Eric Armstead, then that's that's just a huge, huge problem. But he was that strong side defensive end. No contain at all over there. There was nobody else there. And uh, Marlon Max takes it off right tackle, long, long run, takes it into field goal range for the Colts immediately. And uh, that pretty much sealed it. Vinatieri nails, hits the game-winning field goal, 26-23 Colts would be the final. The 49ers fall to 0-5 on the season. A brutal loss and just another one, again, off the fingertips, I think is what the DVD title would be called right now if we're doing the, the yearbook, 49ers yearbook power rankings like we did last year. Uh, right now it's off the fingertips. Just they, they cannot quite get things to click on offense. They can't grab the game when it's there for them to grab. Th- this team could be 4-1 and one right now. It's crazy. With good quarterback play alone, this team could be three and two at least, and possibly four and one. And if they made some plays with the current roster, just as it is, just make a play here and there, they could at least have a couple of wins. So it's sort of maddening. And I bet the 49ers players are getting frustrated at this point. And uh, for me, I think there could be worse things than having a bad record at the end of this year. But I think most 49ers fans are like, this is ridiculous. You got to pull something out here. You got you got to show us something and, and get a win here. And the 49ers are gonna have to win some games, or else they're gonna start losing people because this is it's kind of ridiculous. As much as I love the draft, uh, you don't need to go 0 and 16 here to get the first pick in the draft, and you don't always have to be drafting first. I mean, you, it, I mean, it's not all about it's not all about draft position, okay? Even though the 49ers right now, if it season ended today, they would have the tiebreaker over the Browns. Niners be picking first, Browns second, and I believe the New York Giants would be picking third at this point. And by the way, Ben Roethlisberger, the Steelers got beat by the Jaguars. Roethlisberger, after the game, had a quote. I retweeted it. I don't remember exactly what it was, but he said, ah, maybe I'm just not that good anymore. Maybe I'm done. Basically, was what he's saying. He's like, what? So, I mean, the New York Giants can be looking for a quarterback. Steelers can be looking for a quarterback with all the other teams that are going to be looking for quarterbacks. All the free agent QBs and the draft QBs. This is going to be... This is going to be the nuttiest season in my lifetime for quarterback movement in an offseason. It's going to be a crazy one. It might be a lot of fun, um, but very interesting how things will will turn out with quarterbacks uh, in 2018. But anyways, back to the game balls. Let's give out some game balls here. So we got Robbie Gould. I think you got to give Robbie Gould a game ball here. 31 straight field goals. He hasn't missed one for the 49ers. He's the only guy that can put points up on the board for the 49ers. Got to give Robbie Gould a game ball. Matt Breida, fantastic game for Breida. Uh, both running the ball 
and receiving the ball. Broke a couple of bigger runs in this one. Almost had a really huge run. Just got tripped up. Love what I see from, from the rookie Matt Breida. Did a fantastic job filling in for Hyde when, when he wasn't able to go out there. And a little bit of a coming out party for rookie tight end George Kittle. He's going to get my third game ball. Uh, did we witness the George Kittle coming out party in the fourth quarter? Possibly. They didn't put, it wasn't the entire game of George Kittle, but he did have a very nice fourth quarter, and he did have career highs across the board in receptions, yards, and touchdowns for his short career. So let's see. Again, what needs work? Man, it's, well, number one is consistency for, for the offense and the defense. You get a couple, you get a little pressure early in the game, and then no pressure. The, the, the pass rush is maddening because, and it just puts, when there's no pass rush, but so much pressure on the defensive backs. And the defensive backfield is inconsistent because you've got one game, Rashard Robinson's terrible, then the next game, Dante Johnson's terrible. And then Kawan Williams giving up plays here and there in between. The consistency is the number one key everywhere and, and, and none more than a quarterback, which has been more consistently bad than anything else. And Brian Hoyer might have, again, just barely saved his job as the starter by, by coming through in the fourth quarter, making a few plays, getting the 49ers back into that game. But overall, just a bad game. You, you, the, Brian Hoyer's playing terrible NFL quarterback right now. There's no two ways about it. you got to be honest with yourself. It's, it's not working out. We're going to see C.J. Beathard at some point in this season. It's just a matter of when. Talked a lot about that bye week, 11. I think that's the latest we'll see Beathard put in there. Uh, I, I think we might see Beathard sooner. I don't think it's going to be week six. Uh, maybe week seven when the Niners do come back home and have a home game, but that's the Cowboys. So, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11 is the bye. It's somewhere in there. It's going to be C.J. Beathard time. And the 49ers got to see C.J. Beathard before the end of the year anyways, make some evaluations on him. And if Hoyer doesn't do something and lead this team to some wins very soon, uh, it's going to be C.J. Beathard time, I think, pretty soon here in the next couple, two, three weeks. All right, that's going to do it for me. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Be back tomorrow with a mailbag segment. So get those in either on Twitter. You can find me at BDPeacock or via email, LockedOn49ers at Gmail. All your podcast needs at LockedOn49ers.com. Rate, review the show, subscribe to the show. We're on Spotify. And if you want to get involved in the PFF Edge subscription giveaway, rate and review Locked On 49ers on iTunes. This edition of Locked On 49ers was brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Get into all the action with MyBookie, where they will match your deposit up to 100% bonus. Use promo code Locked On at MyBookie. All right, talk to you guys tomorrow. Mailbag on Locked On 49ers.